Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. No case of the Mondays here. We are wide awake and bringing you the show of a lifetime. It's the Lori and Julia show for... 420 Eve, as I like to call it. That's right. We are on the eve of 420, aren't we? Yes. It's what is the, today's date? The, the, the 19th. 19th. I didn't know that. All right. Yeah. There and, we go. It uh, probably helps to look at that. A majority of Americans uh, now, uh, like three quarters of Americans More agree. than that, Lord. More than that. It's uh, puff, huge. Puff, pass, pass. Marijuana should be legalized. And Virginia became the 16th state Virginia to Virginia had a Minnesota. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Anyway, yeah, that that's happening. So yeah, look for all your 420. And how did how did pot ever start getting to be called 420? Well, there was a lot of th- rumors. Remember? Yeah, I can't remember. 420. Okay, go yeah, ahead. No, Marco. no, go ahead. Because I looked it up once too. We and I did. think it's a bunch of rumors, right? Yeah, it started out that a group of kids would skip school in the San oh, Francisco area at 420 right. every day, and they would go someplace in 420. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the original rumor around it. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a couple more facts for tomorrow, but it's you know because CBD is used in so many products now. Um, I was with someone it's who, booming business. Right, it's a booming business that we're missing out in Minnesota. We know that I have a friend who has MS mm-hmm. who takes uh, CBD pills. I mean, really, actually, cannabis pills now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said it helps so much. Right, it helps yeah. so much. It's changed this person's life. Yeah, you know, and there's just so many good things about it. Everyone says it's a gateway drug, and there's this risk, of course, with everything. But mm-hmm. I just think at this point. Let's make let's, some taxes. Let's make some let's money, fill the coffers. <laughs> okay, so uh, I know you probably, I'm sure you didn't watch, because I, I know I never watch it when I'm out of town, even though it's our favorite show the whole week, CBS Sunday Morning. Yeah, I did. And yesterday's uh, entire CBS Sunday Morning programming was all around travel. So I've, uh, here's a good new Insta account, uh, Gray Mallon. It's Guy, G-R-A-Y. Malin, we're already following him, but he's a t- travel photographer and just mm-hmm. kind of the new way he started doing okay. uh, photography. There's another story about how a lot of travel photographers who would be gone, you know, 265 days out of the year. And then they started realizing, oh, there's I've got photography right here in my backyard. Right. So there's this one photographer who she spends most of her time in Asia and on, on the continent of Africa. And she lives in Montana and. Just some amazing pictures, this uh, Gray Malin. And then the story that just really warmed my heart. It might be a little visual for you guys. I did uh, retweet it, but it's this whole 
growing lemons on the Amalfi Coast of Italy. And yes. if you've ever been to the Amalfi Coast, or even if you've just been to Capri, yep. lemons, lemons, yep. lemons, yep. they're everywhere. Yep. They, the air smells like lemons. So here's a little story. It can be hard to know where to look along Italy's stunning Amalfi Coast, but this picture-perfect setting has a sort of natural green frame. They're terraces carved into the mountainside, where for centuries, lemons have been grown. It's a lemon farm with a view. <laughs> they grew amazing. <laughs> They're happier here. Yeah, I think so. If it were possible to envy produce, well, maybe it is. These lemons sit perched over a mall feet, unbridled by budgets or travel bans. Together with his dad Luigi and son Gianmarco, he farms these steep terraces. Looking out into the valley here, you see the lemon terraces yeah. throughout this part yeah. of Amalfi. This is the, the heart of Amalfi, no? This is the heart of Amalfi, and they are just like, and you see, you know, uh, plates and, and dishes, and, you know, the guy who was doing the report, I can't think of his name, at this lemon farm where they give tours and stuff yeah they had the 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 wife made a pasta using lemons then they had lemon cake then they had chicken mm. you know rolled and cooked in lemon I and mean, it's just lemon it was mm-hmm. so it makes you go okay mm-hmm. this would be a place i'd love to go to let's play the second part one of the things that surprised me when I first saw these Amalfi lemons was that you eat them almost like an apple. Yeah, yeah, you can eat everything because it's organic. Mm. He's biting into the lemon. Salvatore's wife, Giovanna, runs the Here cooking classes. But with no tourists, she made a lemon pasta, shalatielli, just for us. A little garlic, parsley, and lemon. Yum. We joined the three generations for lunch. When you were away at school, did you miss all of this? The meal or being with the family? <laughs> the family, of course. The pasta? I didn't miss the shaladili with lemons. We ate it uh, almost every day, so I developed a repulsion uh, towards it. Others at the table, including this reporter, did not agree. It's delicious. The pasta was followed by a lemon chicken, scamorza cheese cooked in a lemon leaf, and then a lemon tort, all served, of course, on a lemon tablecloth and polished off with some limoncello. Hello there. Their own production. Now it makes me think, oh, you can do the like the lemon tour and go to the cooking lovely. class. And... Lori, would you go to that ever? Well, I mean, Julia, I that's was my, I mean, I was going there last September. I understand, but would you ever really take a cooking class? Because you haven't wanted to do one here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, no, I'm curious I wouldn't. why you would do one in Italy. No, but I would eat, I'd eat whatever <laughs> they cook for me. Class. I take the I, eating class. Okay, I eating class. I do the Because tour. I'm looking at her thinking, where is this coming from? It I just, mean, it's like, it was like 700 terrace steps on this farm. It sounds amazing. Amazing. This family is like the sixth, seventh generation, and the the papa, the grandpapa, he didn't speak any English, but he, the translation was, I have lemon uh, flowing, not oh. blood. He was so cute. But um, anyway, it was just beautiful, but that, you know, no, they have no tourism, and that's uh, that's kill, really yep, what, what, yep. what the Amalfi Coast, you know, really uh, has. And I remember when um, your dad and Casey and I were in, spent a day in Capri, your dad couldn't get over the lemons. Oh, well, I'm sure it's just sunny. Remember the book we read by Kevin Kwan, Sex and Vanities? 
Yes. That was set in Capri. Capri, um, yes. But they talked all about all the, the lemons, lemons and the, the lemons. It they just, just grow. It's the perfect, you know, combination. Temperation of humidity and sea and temperature and mm-hmm. everything. Oh, lovely. Well, I, was, I was close to Capri this weekend watching the Monte Carlo Tennis Masters. Perfect. Um, in, Not far. It's, it's a clay thing. And Sissipas, uh, that hot young Greek man won. Thank goodness. Because oh. he be- beat this other guy who wore... Really, the most vile maroon shorts in this. His name is Ruben, I believe. He's this Russian guy, and his tennis attire and face and demeanor are not suitable for a champion, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm a judgy on this. Yeah. But I was like, please don't let him win. I can't stand how good he is mm. because he just doesn't smile. And he, Rafi, was knocked out kind of early. And yeah. Yeah. The other travel story, just getting back in uh-huh. case you heard. But Monte Carlo, they had the the terraces. The clay courts were on terraces. Mm-hmm. It was lovely. That whole place is built up. And, up. Yeah, yeah, like that. beautiful. Uh, but the travel, the other thing in the travel story on CBS Sunday morning was if you're going somewhere and you know you're going, like in like in the, this summer or fall, book, your book car. now, book Everything. your car, yep. book your hotel, Take whatever. People, as they're getting vaccinated, vaccinated or whatever, they're chomping freedom. at yep. the bit. Yep, 100%. We're not booking, people aren't booking Europe, but like they had a cruise story and people are booking that. And I would just, again, I would encourage you to use your travel agent. Mm-hmm. Sun Country Airlines also has a lot, a lot of, of good, good deals. places. Continental, you have to travel that are amazing. Yeah. All right, listen, when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. I know um, this is a hard day for some people to celebrate, but it's National Garlic Day. So mm. wear, beware of witches. Lori's celebrating lemons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's National Garlic Day. And I know where we were, Lori, 28 years ago today. Exactly. We were at Saddlebrook in, um, at, oh. a national, at a national meeting for Carlson Companies because 28 years ago today in 1993, David Koresh, and possibly 86 of his followers, including 17 children, died in the raging fire at mm. the Branch Davidian headquarters in Waco, Texas. Mm. That was a weird story. We remember, watched we watched it on TV. Remember, that was, like they they showed people kind of surrounding it. And yep, then, and then all of a sudden it's on fire. Yep, yeah. Waco Taylor Kitsch, she was so good in that role. But I know he was. So is that where we were? I don't. That, I don't even remember. We were remember at Saddlebrook, that. and we were talking about running zigzagged from alligators on the way to and from our meetings because we were in like that little housey thing. Like we had to walk across like the and, golf course, kind of a little bit, yeah. and we were all freaked out about how to get away from crocodiles, alligators, alligators, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was what was going on. Run zigzag. They did tell us that they did. So I just thought that was kind of weird. To know that. Okay, so here are a couple other things um, happening. Did you love lip smackers? You know, the flavor. Like if you Bonnie had the Bell doc- watermelon lip smackers. Okay, that was yours. Yes, like, yes. I liked the Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Because you'd lick your lips, Rocco, and even though it didn't taste like um, watermelon or anything, it smelled so much like it that you felt like it tasted like it somehow. I, yeah. And you I, know what I mean? I was always like, I hope my first kiss, I have watermelon. <laughs> mm. Bonnie Bell lip smacker on it. I don't even know if you can find that anymore. You can some places, I think. But Um, Reese's Reese's peanut butter cup is launching a makeup line. 
Chipotle already did this. Um, they've launched a makeup line with Hip Dot Cosmetics, and here's what's going to be. It includes eyeshadow palettes that look like peanut butter and chocolate, lip balm, brushes, packaging reminiscence of the famous peanut butter cups, and it all smells like chocolate. Is this I, something you got from the machine that's just... A, I did. Too, yeah. um, I'm using the machine today. To, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to use it. Reese's. Yeah, right. I, it is, but I think it's kind of I think it's kind it'll of fun. It'll be like a one-time thing. A one and done. Thing. Yeah, I think so. You know, just People having, don't really think of Reese's peanut butter cups as having anything to do with makeup. Well, of course, but yeah. people also don't think of McDonald's as having anything to do with BTS. Oh, no, that's brilliant. Do you know <laughs> this story? That's brilliant. Do you know the story? I this do. was not from the machine. The army was going crazy this morning. Okay, so this. McDonald's is teaming up with BTS, the K-pop group, mm-hmm. and this is their third collaboration with musicians. First, it was with Travis Scott Meal. Mm-hmm. Then they teamed up with Jay Balvin a Colombian reggae singer to do his favorite over. And now it is the BTS meal. It is going mm. to be a 10 piece chicken McNuggets with French fries, a medium drink, sweet chili and Cajun dripping sauces. So, and then there's going to be like a little photo card or yes. something. No, yes. they're going to sell a gazillion. I know they are. I couldn't, I was so excited to tell you that. Cause I figured, you know that you McDonald's was trending because of this. Mm hmm. For a while, for you know, like maybe eight hours, because started yesterday. Yeah, because the arm, the BTS army was losing their minds. <laughs> when you said the army, I thought you were talking about the U.S. army. No, BTS <laughs> army. That's, that's what they call themselves. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Um. Let's see. Here is um a little something. You know who Alex Smith was, Rocco? You yes. know who he is. He's the quarterback that made the remarkable comeback at for the um. Washington football team last year after he had a horrible injury that got infected in 2018. What sport is this? Football. (laughs) Okay. And he had like 17 different surgeries on the bottom part of his leg. They were going to have to amputate and everything. He made this amazing comeback last year. He's decided to retire. Are you surprised at all by this, Rocco? Not really. And because he came back last year and then he missed the playoff game. I I think he got re-injured again, right? Or something? Yeah. But anyway, it was, it was, they featured that on 60 Minutes. Oh, they did? Yeah. I, did I didn't yeah. get a chance to watch that. Oh, he was not last night, okay. but I mean, recently he was mm-hmm. featured because it was such a miracle what right. he did. Right. And he trained at like, not, um, but that, um, what's the main um, medical clinic in Maryland that everyone comes back to after they have limb issues? You know, they lose Walter a Walter Reed. Walter medical? Reed. They well, had Walter another, Reed is military. Yes. Yeah. And he trained with a division of Walter Reed that works with amputees in Texas. And that's, they'd never seen anything like him. It was kind of, it was a good story. Anyway, that is happening. Um, Other things that are happening right now are... um, um, I'm sneezing. I'm not having any secondhand. (laughs) When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. An embarrassment because it's Why? just me and you in the studio. But if I sneeze like that oh. somewhere in public, oh, oh you can't. God, you can't. You can't sneeze at Even all. Even though allergy, I mean, maybe the cold today is tamping any allergy stuff. Uh, it's freezing. It was snowing. I saw I, some snow, yeah. No, like, yeah. it. I'd use my wiper at one point this morning. This is why, if you are able to, go out April, of town in April is a good month to go away mm-hmm. because it is January, February, March, and April. a crappy weather month. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something that I really think that you will believe in, Lori, is that um, wearing nicer clothes makes you work harder or more productive. Hello! A, a friend of mine sent me this video, a TikTok video that's trending, Rocco, about how to reemerge back into life now that you have to go out of your home. And she's like, well, let's first practice with these simple things. Zip up your pants or pants with a zipper. <laughs> um, next, put on a shoe. Put on a shoe. Um, try to put on some makeup. Use deodorant. Try to you know not burp out loud. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the thirty-one percent of people in this survey about do does wearing nicer clothes make you more productive than yes. wearing things? They agree with you a hundred percent. Fifty percent of people say they don't know and not sure, but really, I think that there is something said. To trying. Very much so. You know, to just trying. And the trying trend for young men right now is grandpa. So they're wearing fedoras, they're wearing clothes your grandparent, your grandpa would wear. That's, That's the latest trend the cardigan. right now. The cardigan sweaters, the box shoes, you know, that whole kind of look. Right. Well. It'll be nice, better than those skinny pants that look like they're just Killing yeah. people's calf circulation in men in the men's world. By the way, Julia. Mm-hmm. Uh, By the way, a Lorraine. friend of both of ours okay. is went to Daytona Beach, uh-huh. and um, I told her go to Cape Canaveral right. Park because remember when your yeah. dad was the ranger yeah. and um, he would sometimes have to bust the n- nudists because uh-huh. there's never really one, anyone at this Canaveral seashores. Mm-hmm. She and her husband went, and they took off their clothes within 10 minutes of getting there, and were totally strolling around with the other nudes. I know who not it is. I totally know who it is. Yeah, she and said I'm it not was surprised. so liberating. He's always a nudist, but it's she so went It's so liberating to go, and, just, and just she's like, naked. I'm so glad you told us to go to Cape Canaveral, uh-huh. and I said, well, you know, Julia's dad always said it was one of the, mo- the most pretty, not that he was a park ranger anywhere else, but... He always loved how gorgeous that place was. It is a beautiful beach. And you know, the park ranger jacket isn't one of our kids' houses. I don't know who got it. Yeah, the Cape Canaveral uh-huh. park ranger. I'm telling you. That's a cool jacket, I bet. Yeah, really, so if you ever do really, go there, it and really it is does. worth it to go to Cape Canaveral Kennedy Space Center and see the tour. I've actually done it. I have done that. We did that as kids. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, I did it as an adult oh, I and think thought that'd it was be cooler. good. Mm-hmm. That was so there's a nude beach near Cape Canaveral? There's Cape Canaveral Seashore National Park, and then you get to Kennedy Space Center. It's right off of A1A. So the astronauts maybe are craning their necks? No, it's too far away from oh, that, but it's a really beautiful it. kind of <laughs> rolling. They got, they got good telescopes. It's got yes. good rolling kind of. It looks mm-hmm. like it would be, you know, northern Atlantic because yes. of the the dunes and yes, the sea yes, grasses. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. There's places to duck and hide if you were trying to be a discreet nude sunbather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. 
Have you been to a nudist beach yet, Rocco? I don't believe I have. I did skinny There's one dip right here in Minneapolis. Once, um, you skinny dipped where? You know that hidden beach that's like yeah. uh, Lake of the Isles mm-hmm. or whatever it's it is. It's cedar. I did that back in, yeah. Back in the day. Back in college. Skinny dipping feels so it amazing. Really yeah, it, did, it was kind of fun. Yeah. It's amazing. All your jiggly bits just get to float. Oh, <laughs> you know, and that's Bob. what we should tell our <laughs> Nikki to do right now. That would feel good. Go to a pool and float. I loved it when I was pregnant floating because you didn't have to carry the weight. Oh. I just thought of that as a good idea. We've got someone in our family that's having a baby and she's short like me. Mm-hmm. And I think she's having a way bigger baby than I had. Mm-hmm. So it would give a little. At this point, the kid looks like it's laying straight out, relaxing <laughs> on a lawn chair. Her stomach <laughs> is so big. It's it's like and double basketball. So but you, no one ever wants to be told that. Oh, no. you're a double basketball belly. Oh, no. No. Do my Does this shirt make my arms look fat? Yes, it does, Julia. <laughs> no one wants to be told that either when they're pregnant. That's right. Learn from my mistakes. Learn. Well, there's Taylor Swift singing a song off of her album, Fearless, and she has racked up three number one albums in 259 days in the UK, which broke the Beatles. They hit number one with three albums, but it took them 364 days. How long did it take her? 259. Oh, gosh. And it was with uh, Fearless, Folklore, and Evermore. Wow. So, anyway, and then... um, uh, you know what? I got to say, Demi Lovato must be having some trouble with her California sobriety and being hangry or something because uh, she has been laying her soul bare for yes, all the has. world to see for a while. She's been open about her struggles with substance abuse and eating disorders since she did her autobiography in 2013. She's mm-hmm. got the documentary out. And she a couple- met and got engaged and unengaged in the yeah, but, court. Uh, yeah, it's been a year. I, I didn't really, I, for me, it's like then her music video where she reenacted her overdose, which right. was kind of painful to watch. But anyway, she went after, she went after and then doubled down. She's got 102 million people that follow her. Wow. Okay. She's a huge following. And uh, I agree with Leah McSweeney from the Real Housewives of New York. Demi, she writes, Demi Lovato should be ashamed of herself for using her platform of 102 million people following her on Instagram to drag a frozen yogurt spot because she's mad they sell diet frozen yogurt and sugar-free options that triggered her. And what happened is Demi decided to let everyone know how upset she was at this little shop called the big chill they've been in business what a cute name okay they've been in business since Mm -hmm. the 80s they have a whopping six thousand people following them on instagram Mm -hmm. and she laid eyes on a sugar-free cookie and she said i'm finding it extremely hard to order froyo from the big chill and you have to best tons of sugar-free cookies and other diet foods before you get to the counter do better please and Leah's like, uh, what the hell? Why are you harassing this business? Why why can't they offer a sugar-free option? Isn't Froyo in and of itself yogurt that's like... Lower calorie than ice cream. Ice that's cream. when it even got invented, yeah. And and then Demi doubled down when people like kind of were like, hey, what, you know, the cookies, were they following you? Were they whispering to you? Were they, you know, how did the cookies trigger you? And then she... It's so dumb and then she doubles down on, and instead of just saying, you're right, I was just hungry or whatever, she she's, she went on to say, you know, they shouldn't be selling these. Okay. Okay. So here's the deal. 
It's just, to me, it's like, what place of privilege are you coming from, Demi Lovato, that you're yelling at a little ma and pop? yogurt shop that's trying to offer alternatives for people who can't eat sugar, who have celiac disease, who have... Who can't eat sugar for one reason or another? Who cares? Why is that your issue? Listen, I've had my struggles with eating in my world, you know, growing up and everything. But I would, it is, when you talk about the platform, Lori, there's a right thing to do and a wrong thing to do. And when you have 102 million followers, we will never on this air talk about a bad meal we had anywhere because that's not our job. Well, it is, and, and it, it also could be that the bad could, days, somebody didn't show up right. for work. There's something you have no going idea on. You have what's, no idea what's happening. But I'm sorry, a frozen yogurt shop in the valley. Everyone asked for sugar-free crap. Is she mad that, you know, Coca-Cola products are in a grocery store? I don't know. You I, know, Diet Coke? The eyes on the cookies were following her. It's, and whispering, eat me, eat me. I wonder I don't if know. the California sober that day was smoking a ton of dope. I don't know. And then she called out, you know, diet culture vultures and that brands were perpetuating society that praises disordered eating. I'm like, we're wanting to have sugar free cookies mm-hmm. to have that be an option. Mm-hmm. It just seems like, girl. She went, she went way over the edge on that one. She, she needs I to really, apologize to them. Well, I would agree with you. Yeah, that wasn't nice. I mean, it was just But dumb. then to double down and not get it and someone didn't just say, you know, this is where you need people around you to check in with. Mm-hmm. You're being a dink. Yeah. If my sister did that or something, she's got a sister she's close with. You're being a dink. Stop it. Stop it. Why? Let, so let so you have issues with food and with sugar. It doesn't mean it's everybody else's. Thank you, Julia. I mean, it just, it bugs me, and I'm, I'm kind of glad and it that it got Leah... so much publicity. She just looks like a fool. She really does. She looks like a fool. Mm-hmm. But again... To drag the big chill, a small little frozen yogurt shop in the valley in L.A. And it's even this spelled is... B-I-G-G, big chill. We talked about the big chill movie this weekend. So, you know, I'd like to go back and watch it. A couple of people had watched it recently, and she, they said it's so fun. There's no cell phones. There's no, it's just a whole different time where you could just be together and be together. Well, we lived through that. Time. I know we did, yeah. but it was just fun to watch on film, they said, yeah. to see it again, that it still holds up. Yeah. Gosh. And the music is so good. Yes. And of course, who's the dead guy that they all get for that we never see mm-hmm. on camera? Demi is silly. And I, she's being made. She's being a dink is yeah. what she's being. Not being a silly. She's maybe either hangry or California sober. But those eyes on that cookie, that those cookies weren't whispering you and triggering you. It's just, that you usually, got too much time on your I hands, I feel like girl. that happens if you're high. Yeah. You know, like, oh, what's me, going on? Eat me, eat me. You know, something might happen, but boy. Um, Lizzo slid into Chris Evans' DMs, and the story is posted. It's too long to explain to you, but the funny thing is of all of it was that she had never followed him before. But she sent him a flirty, I I don't know, and he answered back, and she's all excited. It's cute, but you got to watch the story. Mm -hmm. And then my other music news is the Millie Vanilli movie is still being made, you know. Oh, did you guys know that? My cassette is going to be worth gazillions of dollars. Is that going to be one of those, um, like, FX? No, Brett Radner um, wanted, uh, I think, is doing the movie, uh, and he's, uh, the movie is fully financed, and he's making it. I know. It's, uh, they've Wait, secured the rights. <laughs> yeah, they've secured the rights to the story of the surviving mm-hmm. band member Fab Morvan, yeah. 
who, um, you know, with the help of their record company, and they were kind of set up for an international hoax when they did all these songs and their record label and everybody knew that they didn't really sing them. Girl, you know, it's true and blame it on the rain, which Diane Warren wrote that song and all the songs will be in the movie and it could be a good movie. I mean, it really could be because it's an they interesting. They didn't want it. They were forced to do it. Yeah. You know, and, and how it ruined their life. And people are saying this is a chance for, uh, you know, um, Brett Ratner to, own up to um, like some of the sexual harassment Mm -hmm. claims that he's had and stuff. Well, and that was who asked Demi Lovato the questions for her YouTube special. She sat down with Brett Ratner. Ratner. Uh Interesting choice. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he's, uh, he's doing that movie and it's going to happen and we don't know anything about casting, but that is a biopic that's Mm -hmm. coming to us sometime in 2023, probably 2023. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. what are you doing in 2023? <laughs> I'm watching the Millie Vanilli movie. I know, <laughs> right? I yes. totally. We'll we watch talked it. about this. Yeah, once. we did. I think did. Uh, I went and saw him at the uh, Harriet Island at Riverfest, right? In, like, the summer of 1990 or 89. I, I was there too. Yeah, Rocco. yeah. I knew. Yeah. One, I knew it was either you or Hanson Wasn't me. was there. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty savvy to these things, and I would have sworn that they were singing. Yeah. They had, and I thought they were good. I mean, I, we, all my friends blast. went home going, that was fun. It was fun, and they had bleacher seats. Right. And there weren't even, you know, it wasn't like a, a really, it was crowded, but it was outside. It was, it made it all the more exciting. Right. To it be out. Fun. The you club know, MTV a, tour with Julie Brown, downtown Julie downtown Brown. Downtown Julie Brown. Oh, yeah. I, I remember, went with my girlfriend, and we were like, I, I believe, you know, we'd like tried to, she wanted to meet one of them. Oh, I bet. And yeah. she was a redhead. And so we felt she had the best choice. So <laughs> um, we wish she'd had bigger boobs or we had had a girlfriend with bigger boobs who could have, because we had like good, we had a good spot. And I'm like, oh, those guys are going to love you. You know, I was just convinced that she could, um, with, you know, her vixen like ways and her red hair. And you were pretty close and you still thought they were singing? I mean, yes, I, didn't, I thought so too. I've never really been able to tell, unless it's really, really bad. Uh, John right. Bream and Ross Rayla, when we get back to concerts, they always make, they will make mention of, well, half the concert was lip synced or whatever. They, they always know what's job. going on. Yeah, they're yeah. good at that. Mm-hmm. I never know. I don't either. Mm mm. Although we do know sometimes on award shows we can tell. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Paul McCartney's got a recording with Justin Bieber, if you care. He also did a recording with Phoebe Bridger. So he's just like all happy. Oh, yeah. They were, so they basically they took the Paul McCartney album and just sort of remixed it with various artists. The new right? one? Yeah, the McCartney 3 year Has anyone listened to that? Because I tried the other day. I haven't given it a very okay. fair shake, but I, I did listen to the Phoebe Bridgers sort of redo. And it was, the Seize the Day? interesting, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it, because I don't think it sold. Okay, I'm just going to be I honest. I think you're right. Yeah, It I didn't sell so. at all. And I tried to listen to it, mm-hmm. literally driving mm-hmm. up to the cabin. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to give it, it, it showed up just something to listen to. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Who yeah. is? And then after I was playing it for a while, I thought, who is this? Yeah, and no, I he's trying. In. So St. Vincent is doing well, a he song. he needs to do duets. Bieber. He needs to go back. These are all the new songs that he wrote. Phoebe Bridgers. And he's going to try him as duets now. Or how about he just relaxes and retires? He's he's Because he's moments. prolific. He said he misses traveling. He loved... 
he you know had a system in place yeah he, he misses his lifestyle yeah i maybe it doesn't matter to him what that he doesn't sell i mean maybe they yeah. don't really tell him and they're like hey this is another way to reach people he probably doesn't pay that much attention he, he's had he's talked more this year than we've ever heard him talk true. in his life i've right. listened to so many things with him i hope he tours again i yeah. hope all these i've never seen him i would oh, love it if he oh, tours I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Last time at uh, Target Field. You guys both did. Yeah, yeah. that was an amazing show. I think I would die to see him. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to come here in the fall of last year. Wasn't that it? That got canceled? I think you're right. I know. Yeah, I think you're mm-hmm. right. It's so many. Let's just hope the Rolling Stones can figure it out. And I've got someone who can help me figure out my Ticketmaster account so I can buy tickets. Brooke? Yeah. In promotions? I'm going to have to come into work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, when we come back, uh, we, we've we got to Hollywood speak, and we need to Hollywood speak. Does it matter who claims they filed for wanted the divorce first that's the question so what are you trying to say hollywood hollywood speaking what is the meaning of this okay so julian the world of people splitting up do you think well here's the story sources tell page six that kanye west is quote-unquote annoyed at reports that Say Kim Kardashian filed first in their split, and that she's divorcing him. Of course he is. Okay, in the real world, Lori, I don't think it matters, but in the ego, myanatical, or say the word maniacal, ego maniacal, ego maniacal world of someone like Kanye West. Of course, this fries his ass. Of <laughs> yeah. course, it does. <laughs> We're doing I'm well. Di- I, w- I said it first. I want to divorce you first. I'm the one. Who, I- Here's the other quote. He's super annoyed. The story is being constantly presented as her divorcing him, all because she- Kim's got a huge spin machine. Maybe he could have thought of this before he publicly humiliated his wife over and over and over again about a choice that they made together as parents of a child, but publicly continues to yeah. bash her and humiliate her. Yeah. He has nothing to stand the on. The source added it's his ego. that Kanye let Kim file first in order to give her dignity. This is the biggest BS story, and it's a Kanye story. Mm-hmm. You, would you expect anything less? I can't think of any other man. I don't know why. Except for someone who who is just so yeah, ego-based oh, yeah. that they, this would bug him that the other person, that there's a perception, because of course we don't know the facts at all, Yeah, but the perception is based on him. Right. He's giving her dignity by filing first? Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's given her any dignity over the past two years. No, no. He's, anyway, yeah, yeah super right, annoyed. Right. Super right. annoyed. Okay, Robert De Niro's lawyers. Uh, yeah, here's what uh, I love they're calling story. him the elderly acting legend. He's 76. 
He's a tax delinquent with the paychecks from his next two movies are being used to offset his latest multi-million dollar Divorce. bill. bill uh, the bill he owes Uncle Sam. Here's what his lawyer said. Mr. De Niro is 77 years old, and while he loves his craft, he should not be forced to work at this prodigious pace because he has to. Uh, when does he get the opportunity to not take every project that comes along and not work six days a week, 12 hours a day, so he can keep pace with Miss High Towers? Thirst for Stella McCartney. Well, that's his ex, <laughs> and he has to pay her a gob of money on mm-hmm. a monthly basis. But when that was established, it was based on his income. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal: um, I'm sorry <laughs> that you decided not to pay your taxes, and is it our fault? Yeah, we all pay our taxes. Mm-hmm. We have to do it. Mm-hmm. A lot of us can't afford to pay them, but we pay them. Yeah, and so you, because you chose not to pay him, we don't know the period of time at all. Right, but is it? For he's his attorney no, to even say that. But he's trying to make us forget all the bad movies that De Niro has done for the paycheck, which I think we all know because we're like, wow, Bob is literally doing anything. Right. And, his, and he does pay an exorbitant amount of money to his ex-wife. It went from three seventy-five um, dollars $375,000 a month. To 100000 Which is still a ton of money. Well, I know, but, but whatever. But obviously he... Has it? Dr. Dre's given his wife is getting like two, but she's a billion. He's yeah, a billionaire he's a versus billionaire. Robert De Niro. Anyway, he just went on and on. If if Mr. De Niro wants to direct or or compel his family to leave their longtime home while he's spending millions of millions of dollars, you know, no, that was her lawyer. Anyway, so they are really having an ugly divorce mm-hmm. because he apparently takes helicopters to the, the brunch on the Long Island. Well, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Check yourself. He's another ego. Okay. Holy ego. Okay. Well, here's really, when you one. don't pay your taxes, who's that's your fault. Right. Producer Scott uh, Rudin, who had the big expose story about him and the Hollywood Reporter about how he's been a bully for years and years and years and got away with it because he wins Oscars and Tonys. Here's what he has said, Julia, in okay. a statement. Scott Rudin is 62 years old. He said, after a period of reflection, so five days ago when this came out, Mm -hmm. um, I've made the decision to step back from my active participation on our Broadway productions effective immediately. My roles will be filled by others from the Broadway community. The movie, the the thing he's talking about is he's producing Music Man. Man. And then he said... Uh, much has been written about my history of troubling interactions with colleagues, and I'm profoundly sorry for the pain my behavior has caused to individuals directly and indirect, in, indirectly, and I am taking much needed steps that I should have taken years ago to address this behavior. This is huge. Okay, this is huge for many reasons. Normally, people don't fess up to their mistakes. I mean, that's a big deal. Sutton Foster, who's starring in Music Man, said that was asked. She said, this is the best thing that could have ever happened. So he's, you know, people still want to do Music Man. They still want to act on Brady. He's brilliant in his producing, but he's taking action. There's, I can't think of anything wrong with that. Good for him. 
Julia, I think they've heard from hundreds of people. Well, of course they have, but at least he's admitting it and he's not sweeping it under the rug. He doesn't have a choice. Well, right. But people do have a choice, Lori. People can just say screw it and not do anything about it. We've seen other people. Well, apparently there's going to be like some kind of, there's going to be some kind of a protest by the theater union people who were like, they said we're not going to come to work if he's on it. So I think his hand got forced. Well, 100%, but again, he did it. They're organizing a march on Wednesday. He did it. He stepped back. And he's protecting his assets. Okay, Jennifer Lopez liked a comment on Alex Rodriguez's. There are people who actually do this, follow all this. Remember when he deleted or the, posted and then deleted yeah, the, the sappy life is over so for the fix you song yes. and it was just really painful. you couldn't stand it because you hate that song in the first place um and then somebody put a quote under that and said don't let them manipulate you how many times you've been told i love you by someone who's contri- continued to treat you like crap and don't make her think you care when you've never given a bleep about her and guess who liked it j-lo Wow, that's some. Those are some speaking words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All from Agreed. a little like, yeah, just a like that somebody screen grabs Rocco. I mean, that means somebody has gone <laughs> to the to to get the to get like Jennifer Lopez. She shaded him, yeah, but it wasn't out loud. Come sit under my shady palm tree, because she, she probably knew. Oh, this is so stupid. He needs to take this down, or his people are going to tell him to take it down. Right. Because it was painful looking at that. I kind of like it. Video. Yeah. So anyway, she told She's just agrees. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she was done. John Corbett. Um, Love him. Yes. And he uh, just admitted, you know, that he's going to be in the new. Um, and Sex and the City. Yeah, that story. Mm-hmm. On HBO. And just like that. And just like that. Is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Although everyone will call it Sex, Sex and the City. And HBO. Here, he talked to Glamour Magazine. He's really doing a lot of interviews for mm-hmm. Rebel. He said, I have every item I've ever worn on that show, down to the Calvin Klein tidy whities whenever I was in a bathroom, bathroom scene with mm-hmm. Carrie. I love that. I don't remember that. How could I not remember tidy whities? Because there was so John many episodes. Corbett. Okay. He says, I have the white shirt from the episode where Aiden says, you broke my heart. I have everything. And this was expensive stuff. The shoes that I wore were Prada. And I still wear them. (laughs) I kind of dig that. I know. I like the sensibilities. Yes. I love it. And then Sarah Jessica Parker, when she was asked about John Corbett in the reboot on Instagram, here's what she wrote. I'm not saying one way or another whether our beloved Mr. Corbett's interview deals in facts or fiction. But the response is amazing to read. Hmm. She knows. Mm-hmm. He's coming back. She totally He knows. probably wasn't supposed to. He wasn't supposed to share it, you don't think? I don't think so. Well, Rebel is so. good. Have you watched it yet? No. Oh, you I haven't. It's good. Yeah, I'm going to, though. It's good. It's It, it works. Yeah. I'm All going right. to, like, both his actors. All right, babes. We'll be right back.